Good morning, everybody. This is Jane Cormier, your host for Artful Living, here on WKXL, NewHampshireTalkRadio.com, WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM, Concord, and of course, 101.9 FM in Manchester. And we welcome you to Artful Living today. We have a wonderful guest, something of a pleasure for me, a specific pleasure for me, because this young lady I have known for so many years, and through the years have seen her grow. She's actually been on WKXL programming before, and we were able to catch her in between college break. So we're going to be talking with Francesca VZ from Manchester, New Hampshire. Hi, Francesca. Hi, Mrs. Gormier. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Not too bad. So it's been a while. I think maybe, what, eight months or so? Yeah, I don't think I've seen you since my graduation. I know. I know it was. Actually, that was June. That wasn't so bad, right? Yeah. So uh, we're actually, uh, it's funny because Francesca started with me. How old were you when we started working together, Francesca? Oh, 12 maybe? 12. Yeah. And uh, so we saw you all the way through Founders. And uh, now you are at another school. So tell us a little bit where you are right now. What's happening these days? (laughs) So currently, I am a freshman student at St. Anselm College in Manchester. Well, Manchester, Goffstown, Bedford. Yes. Yeah. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I'm really enjoying my experience there. Um, It was actually one of the the first school I toured. I walked on the campus and I'm like, oh my God, I feel so at home. Yes. And so, ironically, I just ended up going there. Um, I love that a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Ironically. Yeah. (laughs) Well, actually, I didn't even want to tour there at first. My mom was kind of just forced me to go tour, and I decided that's where I was going to go in like five minutes. Isn't that funny, huh? Yeah, I mean, did you tour other schools? I toured two other schools, and it just didn't feel right. There you go. See, mom knows best sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe not all the time, but sometimes. So you're from Manchester. I am. And St. Amsom is right in your backyard. Oh, yeah. I'm probably one of the – there's 95% of the students on my campus live there, Mm -hmm. and then – like the other 5% are all commuters. I probably have the shortest commute of most of the commuters. Yes, yes. You know, there's something to be said for commuting. I know some people go, oh, you know, it's much better. It's more fun to live on campus. But I did four years at a college in, in Bradford, Mass., and I commuted to Andover every day. And I don't think I lost any of the experience. I am totally fine not having to share space with <laughs> some one or more people. So I'm totally good. Yes, you, you have it probably better than most. Absolutely. So um, in the old days when we would talk, you and I would speak about music and performing mm-hmm. and all those fun things. And I don't know what's happening at St. Anselm. What is your what is your major? So currently I'm a criminal justice major. <laughs> I'm enjoying that a lot. Uh, eventually I want to pursue law school. Cool. But um, I love uh, learning about criminal justice. It's a pretty fascinating subject. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then... Right now, the only thing I'm involved with with music right now is I'm actually part of the choir uh, at St. Anselm. I think that's great. Yeah, we sing uh, Mass uh, every Sunday night. And, oh, my God, it's a beautiful place. Yes. Um, And because my uh, music director for that choir, he's also the music director for the uh, cathedral in Manchester. Oh, wonderful. We've had a couple of chances to go there. Um, The other night... uh, well, when I say the other night, beginning of December, yes, uh, I actually went and I joined uh, his large group. We sang the Messiah. Wonderful, yeah, great piece, mm-hmm. right? Did you have fun? Oh yeah. It, it took. Did it take you a while to learn it? Well, here's the funny thing. Um, I had work, so I missed every single rehearsal. So most of it was sight reading. Oh my goodness, that's scary. 
Oh, but it was the first time singing the Hallelujah Chorus with a live orchestra, and that yes. was amazing. And like, you know that piece. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we we did it. Um, we did a December song as well at St. Anselm. That was beautiful. Uh, we have the wonderful organ at yes. our church. And so we did the Messiah there, and the we also did it later with the live orchestra. Beautiful. And I'm not sure which one's better, because both were amazing. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Well, it's a great work, and because of that, you can actually have a, a multitude of ways to experience yeah. it. So that's great. So I'm glad to see you're still singing. You could be the singing criminal justice person over at San Diego. <laughs> that's a good thing. You know, that's a beautiful campus. And I, I'm always shocked by how many people really don't know where St. Anselm is. Yeah, uh, it's weird, you know? I just find it, like, interesting. Like, also, I have some—we have a couple international students as well. And I'm just, like, thinking to myself, of all the schools they chose, they went to a small school mm-hmm. in the middle of, like, New Hampshire and with a population of about 3,000 students. We're a very small campus. Mm-hmm. But it's probably one of the best campus communities I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, I, are you going to be having Sabina on here later? Uh, not today, but yeah. At a later date? Yes. So I went to, uh, I moved her into her college. You did, huh? And we st- I stayed there for a couple nights. I just uh, joined their random uh, orientation activities. It was a lot of fun. So you know what? Let's, let's, let's for, you, but, for listeners to Art for Living, uh, Sabina Mori has also been on the program a couple of times. And uh, she's a young student as well. She's a voice student. And uh, so they, Francesca and Sabina went to school together at Founders. So that's why she was saying, you know, Sabina's going to be on later. <laughs> yeah, she'll be on in a later show. But um, so you were saying you, you went there and you joined what over there? All her. Um, so I went in. Uh, I moved her into college. Yes. And I went to and joined her orientation activities. Oh, cool. It was kind of strange to just be crashing another college's orientation activities, <laughs> but it kind of got let me experience what I like what I was looking for in a college because her school is a much larger population. Yeah. And even with just the freshmen and I was like I feel so insignificant. Oh. But at my school I feel very at home. Everyone opens the door for you. Yeah. Like that is literally like it's just something that everyone does. That's awesome. That's awesome. So Tell us a little bit about your um, your studies. My uh, so yeah, um, I just finished my first semester at college. That was it was very fast paced. That's a big time. Oh yes. yeah, um, I enjoy it. Um, you said you're on the dean's list. Yeah, I did. You I, should say that first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I actually made dean's list, which was kind of a shock to me. I was not expecting it, but well, it's not easy to do. Good for you. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, so I made Dean's List. Um, currently, I am taking... So I'm trying to take a lot of my core requirements out of the way. Good. And this is going to... Uh, a lot of people kind of like look at me strange when I say this, but we had to take a language course as part of our requirements. We have to do... Uh, if Because I'm starting as a beginner, I have to do three semesters, essentially, of this language. Mm-hmm. So we could choose a modern language or a classic language. Mm-hmm. So I chose Latin. Good for you. I would have chose Latin as well. Well, a lot of people like kind of look at me like... Why did you choose Latin of all things? And I said, well, if for the modern languages, we have to go to an extra class and called native speaker and where you have to speak the entire time mm-hmm. in that language. And because Latin is a dead language, we have no person for a native speaker. So I chose Latin. But you know what? It's the core of all the other languages. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually kind of fun to uh, when we're singing Latin at church, I am able to pick apart words. That's right. Um, and... 
Yeah, it's There'll pretty be a lot of stuff in legal. Yeah, and legal yes. too. That was another thing too. But Some legal terms. And I know my son when he was at uh, UNH, he took it. He took Latin for three years, and he's going to med school now. So that was really helpful for him. You know, mm-hmm. so it's not so much a dead language as far as knowledge based. Yeah, building stuff. block. Yeah. Right, but it is, I guess, in conversational. Right. Yeah. But once you have a Latin background, Italian is very easy. Mm-hmm. French is in there too. So I mean. You know, you kind of have the base for anything else you might want to take later on. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then we also have to take this one course called Conversatio. So if anyone from St. Anthem has heard me say that, now uh, they know I said it right because um, uh. we always get uh, pushed to say it right. Okay. So Conversatio is essentially a freshman seminar. Um, it's a lot kind of like Founders with the um, where we had a lot of like roundtable discussions. Yes. Um, there's a little bit of theology mixed in, but it's like psychology, theology, uh, group discussions. Cool. Um, it's pretty interesting. Uh, it's actually based off um, one of the vows that the monks take at um, when they make their uh, vows. Yeah, um, at St. Anselm. Yeah, so yeah. we have, I think, 29 monks on campus right now. How cool is that? Yeah, huh? it's really cool. I feel like I'm walking around Hogwarts because I see a whole bunch of men in black robes. That's awesome. I think it's great. So what 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 do they what do they take as a, as an oath? What's what, oh. do you do you remember any of that? Um, I know because so, uh, it's a lot. Because uh, so the uh, monks on Saint Anselm are they're Benedictine monks. Okay. So they follow the rule of Saint Benedict. Okay. Um, who I, was a great great. I mean, he was like the head of the monk, you know, world and how it grew. Oh, yeah. All of the oh, there's a whole bunch of different um, like groups like uh kind of uh, what is the word i'm thinking of uh like sex or yeah, yeah sex takes off yes. of um his rule yes some are more uh uh true to the rule and others are a little bit looser yes um but if i remember correctly uh this uh stability is one of them okay uh conversatio uh which is like the living of a, like a good life what's the keys to living a true uh life yes and ooh, uh um <laughs> i put you on the spot mm-hmm. you're gonna get tested after don't worry about it it's yeah. okay you already passed i'm this just worried is- <laughs> my teacher will be listening to this <laughs> that's okay i'm sure your teacher would would give you ample room here You're <laughs> on a radio sto- station, somebody throwing you questions, right? WKXL here, uh, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. Jane Cormier, your host. Hang tight because we're going to be right back with Francesca right after these messages. Here, here, your host on Artful Living, WKXL, New Hampshire, talkradio.com. And if you're just joining us, our guest today is Francesca Vizi, who is a young student at St. Anselm College in, I guess, Goffstown. You know, we all think of it as Manchester. I always do anyway. But uh, Francesca was talking, uh, talking to us a little bit about her studies at St. Anselm and uh, the Benedictine, uh, you know, monks that that are the What's sect, we said, right? I yeah. don't know if that's the right word uh, for for St. Anselm. What is the m- mission at St. Anselm? Do mm. they have a mission? I we should pr- look it up. We probably do. Yeah, um, you probably do. 
Uh, it's a Catholic college, right? Yes, it is. Yes. So, I mean, I'm sure that's a, it's a Catholic um, mission, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, this, this... We're a liberal arts college. Liberal arts, right. Yeah. Gotcha. My computer's really slow here. <laughs> I and totally understand that. <laughs> the ones at my work are just... Oh, where, where are you working? Where do you I, work? I work at BJ's Wholesale Club in Manchester, New Hampshire. Oh, does Sabina work there too? No. Oh. I was wondering because I thought she said that you two worked together. No. Um, I keep trying to get her to work at my work, but uh, I think, well, she went back to um, working, I think, at the car rental place at the airport. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, so. yes. That's right. I remember she was there. All right. So for those of you that might be interested, um, we have the president at St. Anselm, and he says, uh, this is Joseph Favaza. I believe with all my heart that today's world needs St. Anselm College a place that is infused with the Catholic and Benedictine values of community, hospitality, and love, where the humanities, arts, and scientists and sciences, excuse me, and professional programs like nursing, criminal justice, and business build on our liberal arts core rather than compete with it. We need a place where you don't have to choose between career outcomes and life outcomes. That place is St. Anselm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a pretty good vision. And community was the third one that I was thinking of. <laughs> there you go. You filled it in. There you go. Well, I, I think, um, heart, you know, the humanities and arts is really the thing that gets my heart, right? Mm-hmm. We don't uh, tend to value them, I think, these days, especially with technology the way it is, the way we did when I was younger. <laughs> and uh, so are the arts, when you say arts in uh, St. Anselm, what do they offer for arts there? Do you Ooh. know? Um, I do know we have a um, couple music majors. Um, we have the Dana Center, which is a beautiful building, great it theater. Is. Yes, it uh, is. We also have a little, couple art exhibits in there. And actually, we recently got another organ in the Dana Center. There's an offshoot room. I haven't yeah, actually really? seen it. Yeah, and it's in the weirdest spot. Apparently, it's in like <laughs> a... You would not think of putting this beautiful organ in there. It's Apparently, it looks like a very tiny room with like gray walls it does not fit. Wow. But, um, Isn't that funny? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so they actually have a minor and a major offered in music, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't know that. Actually, um, <laughs> this is ironic because I was not expecting this, but during my orientation, they were trying to teach us about some of the arts that we have, like liberal arts at campus. And one of the professors got up on stage <laughs> and sang opera. Get out. Yeah. What did he sing? Do you remember? Oh, this is a couple months ago. Okay. I have no clue. Yeah. Um, but recently, um, we did uh, when I did the Hallelujah course at the cathedral. Um, we didn't know this was going to happen, but before that, they were doing. Um, that professor actually came in and he was leading an opera. When was it? Isn't that crazy? Oh, I don't remember. Okay. I uh, it was in English. I think it was. Written but it was in- being sung at yeah. the school. No, it was at the cathedral in Manchester. Really? Yeah, he directed oh, the orchestra. Okay, I know what it was. Um, a Mall on the Night Visitors. Yes. Yes. There you go. Christmas has <laughs> to be. Wonderful. Yeah, and his uh, his daughter was actually one of the dancers, and his son, beautiful voice, it's going to be a shame when his voice drops, was actually a mall. A mall, yeah. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. It's a great little show, for sure. So St. Anselm also has an art history, so it really does have some great arts programming. Yeah. And, um, you know, classics. Mm-hmm. All that stuff is so important because if we don't start, you know, paying attention, we stand to lose all this history. Yeah. You know, it's it's really sad to see, but 
pretty rich here. That's awesome. So tell me, um, you you were telling us a little bit about your subjects. What are you taking this year? You said you're trying to get the core ones out of the way. Okay, so so far I've taken um, one core requirement out of the way, freshman writing. Uh, that was, it was pretty interesting because they had different concentrations in uh, different like subjects. So like there was one that had like uh, Irish literature. Okay. That's the one I took. They had just basic uh, freshman writing. They also had like... Uh, Short stories. Mm-hmm. I think like Robin Hood was one of them. There's just a whole bunch that people could choose from. Wow, that's great. Um, so I did that one. Okay. I also took, um, well, because I'm a criminal justice major, intro to criminal justice. Yes. Uh, that was a required one for me. Of course. And then uh, conversatio, as I was mentioning earlier. Right. So that was actually a full year course. So I'm going to be taking that next semester as well. All righty. And so um, what do you see happening like next next semester, what do you see coming up for Let's, yourself? Um, like what subjects are coming up next semester? Uh, biblical theology. Ooh, that's going to be a nice one. Yeah, that's another core requirement I'm trying to get out of the way. A Good. lot of people actually wait until junior to senior year. Um, and Why? I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm it sure was, that's interesting. I think, I don't know. Um, it's going to be a heavy reading course. I think it's just they want to get some of the other requirements out of the way first. Okay. But I figured I might as well get that one out of the way now. Mm-hmm. Um, cause, and actually it was kind of difficult to get in because they have, so I was in the very last registration spot for my classes because oh we had a couple goodness. days of registration. Okay. So the higher grades go up first and then. What's left is open. Yeah. Gotcha. So I did not, I got into barely any of the classes I needed. Oh. So, well. If you wait a couple of days, then they all open up again. Oh, yeah? So I was able to go through and get everything I needed Why do they that. open up again? Um, so they will say technically open in the registration slots, but they're not really. They're kind of, those open spots are actually reserved. So they leave a couple open reserved spots okay. for any juniors or seniors who need to get in. Okay. Uh, or people in that major. Okay. So I'm taking uh, theories of crime next semester which I'm really looking forward to. Hmm. Uh, Conversatio part two. And that one's actually going to be focusing a lot on arts. Cool. Um, last year I heard that they actually had um, a couple people come in, like they had a violinist come in at one Beautiful. point. Yeah, it's, I'm looking forward to that part. Yeah. Um, so let's see. And then I'm taking my second thing of Latin so I can get that one out of the way as well. Wow. Okay, very cool. Can you take online classes there as well? What is it only I, in? I think so, because I do know um, one of uh, <clears throat> the guys I know, he does um, one of his criminal justice classes is actually with a professor, and they actually meet that class through Zoom. Okay. But so I think, must, yeah. But for the most part, it's all in person. Yeah. Well, I think that's a that's a plus. Yeah, I, I think it, it's great because... The only time you might actually have a large lecture hall, because we are mostly like group, small classes. Yeah. Um, like, I think the largest class is my criminal justice class, maybe 25-ish people. <laughs> but like the only time you'll have a very large group is when you have the uh, freshman students in Conversatio, because that's a required class for every freshman to take. And that one you'll have like <laughs> our um, common lectures or cohort lectures, which maybe that has like a hundred students in it. And that's once ever in a while, mm-hmm. like once a week. Sure. Just to get together and with then, everyone. 
like once a month, we have the common lecture, which is every freshman student, Wow, which is maybe like 300 people. But that's like, that's the only time we really have large group lectures. <coughs> Excuse him, what? Coughing here. <laughs> wow. Well, it sounds like you're going to do an awful lot of discuss- discussing and discovery. Yeah. Right? That's probably how the learning happens there mm-hmm. is through that process, right? Which is always great. All right. So what do you find the most exciting thing about the school? I think a lot of it's the student <laughs> engagement that they have. Um, so uh, we are actually, I had the opportunity. Um, I'm, I think I'm going to have work that week. But um, later in uh, January, we are actually going to have uh, people coming for the New Hampshire primary. Um, I believe, I'm not sure which debate we're having, but we're having one of the debates on campus because um, we are actually ha- housed the New Hampshire uh, Institute of Politics. Right. I mean, so, they do all kinds of stuff there. Oh, yeah. A lot of students um, take part in that. We have a lot of politics majors on campus. So there's a lot of student involvement with government. So it's that is a pretty cool thing that not a lot of people get Oh, my to gosh, have. yes, absolutely. Um, Opportunity. Yeah, and there's just a lot of student engagement stuff. There's something happening, like like multiple groups you can get involved with throughout the campus. <coughs> Well, it sounds like you're going to be busy. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> sure. Ju- actually, I t- took a step down from all the stuff I did in high school. Like right now, the only extracurricular I'm really doing, yeah, is the choir. Good for you. I would be drained because I'm still doing work. I have all my classes and coursework. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, the difference between high school and college is no joke. Yeah, it's a big difference. You're right. Okay, uh, we're going to come back here with Francesca Vizi, Art for Living here. Jane Cormier, your host, WKXL 1450, 103.9 FM Concord and 101.9 FM in Manchester. Hang tight. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Art for Living here. Jane Cormier, your host on WKXL, New Hampshire, talkradio.com. And we have a, a wonderful young lady here, Francesca Vizi from Manchester, New Hampshire. And she goes to St. Anselm College. She's sort of letting us figure out and hear about what's happening at St. Anselm. And, uh, of course, you know, this past year, WKXL has a new tower in 101.9 FM in Manchester. So now all of our programming is out in the Manchester area. So even though St. Anselm's in Goffstown, uh, I still think of it as Manchester. But there it is. All right, so Francesca, you're in the criminal justice system <clears throat> or school subject, right? Yeah. Major. There it is. <laughs> and, uh, you know, college today is is being somewhat of a controversial thing, right, going to college today. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about for you, financially speaking, um, how's that working out for you? <laughs> um. That's ironic because I actually just paid my uh, spring uh, tuition yesterday. Yeah. A lot, huh? Oh, yeah. Um, so I'm very thankful that I have with my college. We have uh, merit scholarships. So mm-hmm. every student is guaranteed a merit scholarship from 16000 to $30,000. Wonderful. Um, so someone, like somewhere in there. So I have my merit scholarship, which is helping me out immensely. Good. And then... You must have done well with uh, being on the dean's list. That helps, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, actually, I was just invited to join an honor society, uh, and actually, I'm very thankful that the uh, membership fee is like sixty dollars, and that's lifetime. So, and mm-hmm. that will help out with scholarships too. So, I'm looking Great. forward to that. Yes. Um, 
but right now, so I'm actually, I'm really proud about this. Um, I'm actually paying for college on my own. Good for you. I am not having my parents help me out with that. Like my parents, they, uh, they are like currently housing me right free right um and feeding me which that's another cost out of the way because living on campus expensive that is oh my god that'd be an extra couple thousand dollars on mm-hmm. my plate yeah um and For then sure. oh yeah <laughs> let's see so it sounds yeah. like you've got it all under control yeah i'm gonna be uh definitely working a lot it's okay um but yeah having it taken care of as you go is huge and yeah. you'll be glad when you leave if you can take care of the bulk now mm-hmm. uh, so you're not left with a... You know, my son went to UNH, and I really didn't help him either. He was on his own. He had to work, and he did. And uh, he got through four years between scholarship um, and, and him paying the little bit he had to pay, and he, he has no debt. Mm-hmm. And now he's heading toward med school, and, um, you know, I'm sure that's going to be a, a big-ticket item. I mean, it's like ninety nine to 150000 a year. Oh. For med school. Isn't that crazy? Depending yeah. on where you go. Yeah, same thing. I'm not looking forward to getting applying for law school. I have a couple of years before that. Yes, yes. Same thing, yeah. So why is it so expensive? My goodness, you know, it's almost prohibitive to mm-hmm. keep good minds out of where they need to go, you know? Yeah. You have to be really motivated. I don't know. I guess that's what it is, right? Mm-hmm. So um, so you've, you're all set with the college thing, and you're finding the college life something that's, uh, that's good? Yeah. Yeah? Um, like... I don't know, like, my school, I don't think, is, like, people have, like, different terms for colleges, like, oh, that school's, like, a party school. Correct. My college is not really. Um, yeah. I don't think St. Anselm's no, a party school. No, Like, I don't know, because I'm not really there for any of, like, the after-school activities, sure. really. Like, I go to a couple, but it's mostly, like, um, we do bingo sometimes uh, in one of the <laughs> lecture halls, which is a lot of fun, because we occasionally have one of the monks be uh the caller for oh that. Oh my goodness, that's great. Um that is a lot of fun. Wow. Uh, <laughs> that does sound like fun. But yeah, I don't I don't think it. that anybody that was looking for a party school is gonna go to no. a Catholic Catholic no. college. No. <laughs> like I'm, yeah. It's pretty chill. I really like it. That's so. good. That's good for you. All right. So what do you see after this, after this? What's gonna happen when you get your bachelor's? Um I'm planning to go to law school, though I'm not sure which one yet. I have a couple years to figure that out still, thankfully. Um, and I'm not sure after that. I'm thinking constitutional law is where I'm thinking about going, uh, like state level, mm-hmm. uh, which I, is pretty fascinating to learn about. Um, and then... Is constitutional law what you're really interested in? Yeah, that is what I'm yes. interested in right now. Um Though my criminal justice professor is kind of like making me rethink a couple things because now um, I've been like really interested in criminology uh, and like thinking about like the psychology of criminals. So who knows? That could be like another thing. If I take psychology as a double major, maybe I could be like a criminal profiler. Well, you who never knows? know. I mean, the truth is, is you're just starting out. Yeah. And the good thing is, is you're just getting a b- good broad base of information mm-hmm. and you'll figure it out as you go. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's great. That's part of the benefit, I think, of college. Yeah, You know, it, if for those that aren't sure what they're doing, aren't sure where they want to go, uh, maybe there might be a limiting, you know, experience there because they're paying for what they're not sure of. True. But if you have a good general idea of where you want to go, I think college is very, very wonderful. You can experience and learn a lot and find out what offshoot 
yeah. you might you might really be you know heading toward. One of the best tips that was given to me when I was looking at colleges is if the school. When you're walking around on campus, if it feels like home, that's where you should go. If you're walking on campus and you are like, I don't feel comfortable, I don't think I mm-hmm. could live here for four years, yeah. then that don't is, do it. rethink it, do not go there. If you don't feel comfortable with like walking around, mm. then don't go make that leap because that's a couple thousand dollar commitment that you don't want to do. Yeah, probably even more than that. Yeah. So that's a good thing. So this whole local thing has really worked out for you, Francesca. Oh, yeah. That's great. I think that that I hope more people would think in that way because I think sometimes familiarity breeds contempt with colleges mm-hmm. and kids are like I can't wait to get out of this state and not just in New Hampshire I think anywhere yeah they think going away is where you know the learning happens and it that's just so not necessarily true mm-hmm. at all like actually when uh, COVID hit I was like that made me decide like I am not going across country because I'm like my family is very close mm-hmm. um so I was like if anywhere if I the farthest distance I'm going it's going to be in the New England area I have to be able to drive home ah uh, ironically I live at home still yes. so <laughs> that's it you are driving home and it's like two minutes yeah <laughs> that's a good thing though it's weird though sometimes because I know like a lot of my classmates they don't see their parents for months but it's weird when you're living in the same household with your parents and you don't see them for a couple days. Yeah. Because I'm just like in and out of the house. Yeah, you're uh, in and I'm out of Because I'm either at work or I'm at school. So I like there's times where I won't see them for a few days. Yeah. Well, that's fine. Mm-hmm. It all works. <laughs> so um, so tell me about the anything negative. Give me, give me something that's a negative about school Ooh. that you're experiencing a challenge with. Homework. Oh, yeah? <laughs> how, how much? Um, it depends on the night um, and sometimes my motivation. Ah. But, uh, yeah, so that hel- uh, does not help sometimes with motivation. <laughs> but there's been times where I found myself up until, like, midnight and then waking up at 6 a.m. to finish that homework. Wow. Um, yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. Um, but I've realized, too, that once my brain stops functioning at 11... If I go to bed and still wake up at 6 a.m. to finish that homework, mm-hmm. I'll at least have a little bit hour, a couple more hours of sleep in that case. That's right. And you're probably more fresh to, to hit it when you get up anyway. Yeah. And then uh, the only other complaint I might have is one of my classes, um, Conversatio, that was the class I had to buy the most books for. And there were a couple books that they didn't actually put on the uh, list. list really yeah so we found out about them and so I emailed one of my professors a couple of days before he had to read one and I'm like so um this is not available anywhere where can I like find it um because in the past when we had to do that they had a backup copy that they sent us after people had bought tried to buy the book okay so there was no copy there was no copy so I actually found it the next day at the campus bookstore they had like a hundred copies oh to rent it, it was about $12, and I only had to read about 60 pages of okay. it. Okay. Well, there it is. Yeah, and I was irritated with that. So me and one of the guys I know, we split the rental fee. So we were handing off the book to oh each other. Oh, my goodness. So that way we only had to pay like $6, because it was a book we were only going to read that week. Yeah. So, and then after that, the... uh PDFs the professors came. got for us oh my came goodness. in, oh and my I goodness. was so irritated. Yeah. That's an irritating thing. Yeah. You know, that, sh- that maybe could have been planned a little bit better. But really insignificant when yeah. you stop to think about it. You know? Yeah, no, it was, just, it was just like, 
that was just the one little thing that like drove me a little bit crazy this semester. But honestly, it's a pretty great campus. I can't really complain too much. Yeah, it sounds like you're really thriving there. Oh, that and parking. Yeah. Parking is a little bit of an issue, too. Oh, is it? For commuters, that is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my. Is it bad or is it doable? Depends on the day. I have a 10-minute walk to class okay. once I get to parking. Um, so at the very beginning of the semester, it was... I would think about the fact that I'm like, oh, if I leave the house at this time, I'll get to campus in time for my class. But I did not calculate the walking in. Yeah. And I actually did time my walking one day. Uh, it depends on what time you get there and where you park Yeah. Um, in comparison to where you are. Of course. Um, but for your class, but it's, it's doable. A lot of schools, you can't even bring a car on campus on the first year, you know. Well, I'm a commuter, so I have differences. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's true. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's if you live there. <laughs> oh, my. That's okay. All right, so here we are. We're going to take another little break. I hear my music playing. WKXL Artful Living here. Jane Cormier, your host. Francesca Vizi is our guest. And uh, just hang tight. WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester, because we will be coming right back. Welcome back. Artful Living here. Jane Cormier, your host, WKXL, NewHampshireTalkRadio.com. We thank you for joining us today. And we have a young lady who is our guest today, Francesca Vizi. She is a freshman at St. Anselm College right here in Goffstown, Manchester area. And uh, Francesca has has been a student of mine for many years, and I thought it would be great to to bring her on and connect and let people know what's happening at St. Anselm. And certainly you have nothing but good stories to relate, so that's always a good thing, right? Yeah. Tell me, how how do you miss high school? Is Do you see your friends? Do you miss, what, do you miss anything? I'm not sure, really. Um, I got to say, at least the parking, though I may complain about parking on my yes. campus, at least it's a bit better than at Founders because we would no risk to uh, damage to our car. Yes, it was kind of quite a thing oh, over yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. One guy, uh, yeah. My I, my car got dented too. Oh, did it? Yeah, but my dad was able to fix it. Thankfully. Oh, bummer. Yeah. yeah, they have prom too. I was leaving to go to prom, and then my car got dented. Oh, oh what a bummer. <laughs> yeah, that was a thing with Founders. I'm sure you don't miss that part. Nope. But um, I, but Founders was more than the parking. Oh I guess. yeah, no, yeah. I I did enjoy Founders, but like at the end, it was just kind of like I couldn't wait to continue yeah. on. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I think I'm enjoying college a lot. I don't really... You don't look back. I don't really look back. Do you keep up with any friends there? A few. Yeah. Not too many, though. Yeah. Are are people off to college, the ones that you know, more often doing their own thing at college? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I am going to be actually... um, I might actually be seeing Sabina tomorrow, but... Like, she and maybe two other people are, like, the only ones I've kept in contact with so far. Cool. All right. I was just wondering. Sometimes people really have a different shift you know when they go from high school to college it's, yeah. a, it's a big I feel like a lot of the shift too because we were all in the same class same group yeah the 14 of us a very small graduating yes. class isn't that amazing <laughs> um we were all together like that for years I so I think we kind of already like by the end of senior year we're all just kind of like ready to go you're done yeah yeah I think you're probably right mm-hmm. well that's one of the things about a small school although there are benefits to small school but also you know when it's done it's done yeah and and that's a pretty good thing 
So uh, you're going to finish your bachelor's there. You're going to do the four years there, I'm yeah. sure. Yep. And then you have you looked at any any uh, law schools? None? No, not Nothing. yet. I am going to be blissfully unaware for her a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and then you'll have to check in. Yeah. Because I'm sure that it's going to be a real challenge to call that one down. Yes. Yeah, because um, I actually I am part of the pre-log program, but that's pretty much just like it's uh, we have advisors checking in with us to make sure that we have stuff ready. But right now, like freshman year, we don't really have to worry about anything. Good. They did have us go to a meeting just to tell us what to look forward to. And they told us like, yeah, around junior, senior year, you can have a whole bunch of fun fees because uh, uh, LSAT um, is going to be a fun uh like you have to pay to take the LSAT, which, um, and then you have to, like the fees. what is that like the legal SAT or pretty something? pretty much? I think it's uh, well, I don't think it's entirely. I'm not sure. I should know, but it's more of, um, I think it's just to help you get in, like get ready for law school. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. Oh, I, I see. Sh- I see. Yeah. It's like a practice one. Kind like, of. I know in medical school you have to take the MCAT. Yeah, I think it's going to be pretty much like that. Yes, well, it's a nasty business. <laughs> you know, my son taking the MCAT was just nasty. Yeah, and then you have to pay to uh, do your all your application fees. Yes. yes. Yeah, so I'm not looking forward to that yet. <laughs> no, I have to say I was not looking forward to that either. That was the one thing I did help my son with. Um, and it is quite a trick in, in the med- medical world because you pay for the first, uh, you know, like fees to apply, mm-hmm. right? And, uh, you know, they just can reject you, whatever, which is fine. But then if they want to talk to you, there's another fee. There's another interview and oh, that's another ridiculous. fee. Yeah. So it's it's like there were two sets of fees that had to be paid. Um, yeah, it's so strange, you know, but it's oh so gosh. competitive. Yeah. That they can, they want to talk, they want to double interview you before they will actually accept you. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, it is. It kind of makes sense, though, but, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Fees, fees, fees. And I, I, do, I don't know what we're going to do if college's, you know, cost doesn't start to come under control <laughs> because um, it's prohibitive. And, and for kids that just don't have help, mm-hmm. right, that don't have the ability perhaps to work as much as some would or, or family to help, um, I can't see how they deal with that debt at all at the I other side, know. you know. Like, it's a problem. I'm happy to be paying for it on my own because if I mess up, it's all on my own dime. I don't have to worry. Like, but like there are some people like it's like they, they uh, I don't know. I was reading a newspaper article uh, right before college started, and it was like these uh, parents uh, they're paying f- comp- entirely for yeah. their child's stuff, yeah, right. uh, like education, and they want her to be a um, RA because that's free room and board. Uh, but the but the girl was like, no, I'm not going to do it. But I'm like, how can you do that when you have someone pretty much paying thousands of dollars for you? Right. I I just was appalled by that. But that's just me. But I I think that's a really good attitude (laughs) because I think I'd be appalled by that, too. I mean, what what part can they play in it? Yeah. And I will say this um, going through this experience with my son. I was really shocked at the number of kids that he told me anyway, that he talked to me about that had the expectation that this was all on their parents' dime. That the, that the plethora of people that he told me, Mom, almost every kid I know expects that their family is going to pay for this. Wow. Yeah. And I said, wow, that's not even really helping them. That's, that's, that's basically 
not even having them engaged in their own education when they're footing the total bill. You know, I mean, I can see if wow. you pay some, but do they have no investment at all in the education? And he claims that, that that's true for, like, a majority of kids that are going to college. Oh, my gosh. That's so sad. Yeah, it is sad. But, it, but there is that entitlement. Entitlement is the ruination of this generation. I really believe that. Mm. Um, lack of discipline. It brings a lack of discipline because you're entitled to something. No, you're not entitled to anything. You work for it. That's true. That's yeah. how it should be. And uh, that that mindset is not, in my mind, from what I'm seeing, in the younger set coming up, mm-hmm. um, you know, in the mind, in the mind yet. So I'm a big one with that with my kids. I teach at St. St. John's Regional School, and so we teach babies all the way up to mm-hmm. eighth grade. And uh, every class has something in there mm-hmm. where that seed is is being planted. Yeah, my um, my mom, uh, she's actually she's an elementary school teacher, um, and what she this is the way she worded it. She uh would say, uh, we always gave you a daily dose of disappointment when I was growing up. So, like, they would be sure to tell me no for some things. Because, mm-hmm. like, you need to learn that you're not always going to get everything. Right. Because she's had some students that, like, they can't handle disappointment. Yeah. Like, when I actually, when I uh, auditioned for chamber choir in sixth grade and I didn't get in the first, uh, like, part of the year, um, I was like, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, because I could handle it. Right. And you then the next semester, I auditioned again, and I got in. Yes. So I think it's just important to know how to handle disappointments, because you're going to have so many in life. Right. And do you give up after you have them? No. And and for the students that don't believe that they should have disappointments, right, because the entitlement breeds that. Yeah. Uh, they have a really hard time negotiating the future. And I think mm-hmm. that they're setting up this. The parents doing this and kids buying into this are setting themselves up to fail. Yep. Because we are not meant to succeed every time. That is not what it's supposed to be. And <laughs> and it's just not reality. So hopefully uh, college can teach that to some of the kids if they're in the right school. Hopefully. Yeah. I'm not sure that that's what's happening, but uh, in the majority anyway. Mm-hmm. But uh, hopefully, you know, that would be a really helpful lesson, I think, for the the community at large, for sure. Well, um, <laughs> um because I do know, like, a lot, it's very difficult to get an A at St. Ansem from what I've heard. Because uh, this is actually going back to, so I've, St. Ansem is a very, like, a very much a generational school. So there's a lot of people who, like, one girl that's I had was in my orientation group. She had, like, 13 people in her family had that gone to St. A's. Yep. Um, but some of the people I was talking to, their parents went to St. A's. And this is a saying that went back to, like, their generation, too. Um, they used to joke and call it St. C's. Why? Because it's like, we apparently we pride ourselves very much on a bell curve. Oh, so, really? Yeah. St. C's. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if that's good or bad. I don't know. Like, I will say, like, <clears throat> that's mostly a joking thing because we're like... I gotcha. Yeah, but because yeah. I was really worried about some of my classes this semester, um, but it all ended up working out. <laughs> So it sounds like it's a sarcastic kind yeah, of Yeah, that's a moniker. sarcastic thing. Yes. But because like there's definitely times like because you are all you have to work towards your grade. Sure. Like you your teacher's not going to come chase you down. Hopefully not. Um, Hopefully no. Not. <laughs> I actually have had yeah. uh, some students that wanted to be able to just walk away with a grade for showing up. And that never bode well in my classes. So I, I suspect for good teachers and good schools, it's the same. Yeah. yeah. 
Francesca, thank you for being with mm-hmm. us today on Artful Living. It's been a pleasure speaking with you, seeing you again, hon. You look great. Thank you, you too. And uh, you, I wish you all the best going forward. Stay in touch. And uh, we want to thank all of our listeners for checking in for Artful Living today. WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM, Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester, nhtalkradio.com. Thanks for being with us. We'll check us out next time.